0: How you see life determines how you live it. There's a quote from a Greek Stoic philosopher by the name of Epictetus, and he says, Circumstances don't make the man, they only reveal him to himself. One thing I've come to learn is that no one is good at being wrong, but to be wrong is okay. To acknowledge that you've been wrong is a gift because the humility that comes with being wrong is what helps you learn and grow. There's no real value to resisting what is. It takes practice to learn how to suffer well. And unfortunately, in my case, between September 2018 to March 2019. My resistance to my suffering spiraled me into a fit of depression. During that time, I lost 15 pounds. I developed insomnia where I could only sleep a few hours a night. I began to lose some of the hair in my beard as a result of stress-induced alopecia and The depression itself led me to think and almost act upon some of the most negative thoughts I've ever contemplated. Instead of trying to move on from a situation and a set of circumstances, I was suffering from daily internal conflict with no right answer. And it wasn't until later that I came to realize that the common denominator in all of my suffering was me and that suffering of any kind is the true access point to bliss and enlightenment or what i've referred to as before as nirvana march 17th 2019 it was a sunday saint patrick's day was my first spiritual experience my first taste of nirvana. And it was experienced in extremely unconventional means, involving the use of heavy psychedelics at a concert venue, the Phoenix nightclub in downtown Toronto. And it's hard to put into words exactly what that experience was. But that night revealed some of the biggest truths in my life. And the thing about truth is that the biggest truths aren't original. Truth isn't meant to blow your mind. It's supposed to be within reach. And on that night, the message that was clear to all of my senses was, you are right where you should be. And there was this feeling of supreme liberation, when I heard those seven words. You are right where you should be. No thoughts of those last six months came to light. No thoughts of what tomorrow might bring came to light. There was nothing on my mind. I was simply present and connected with all my senses. I could see what was in front of me. I could feel what was around me. I could smell what was in the air. I could hear the music clearly. And that was it. No more, no less. And that's what I mean when I say that the biggest truths aren't original. Of course, in that moment, my mind was blown that something so simple Could be so profound, but the answer was in front of me all along. It was something that was within reach from the start. But it wasn't until I heard those words in that environment that I began to understand the true meaning of what it means to be present in the here and now. But I would be remiss if I didn't say that. The magic mushrooms and ecstasy in my body that night didn't play a significant role in helping me clear the gray clouds in my life. Because the truth is, when psychedelics are used in a responsible, and and there's a big asterisk after that word, but when they are used responsibly, the positive effects can be profound and the seed that was planted in my mind that night told me that there was a way to achieve that level of presence without the use of psychedelics and in the year that has followed and still follows i've made it my pursuit to figure out how to feel that level of presence more often, more clearly, and with greater depth. And I think there's a lot to unpack in the year that followed, which is where I will pick it up next time. But what I wanted to share was that everybody has a unique story. It might come from common circumstances. In my case, my depression was set by a really bad breakup that. I couldn't process and handle at the time and I look back and I laugh now at just how I acted and reacted. But I know I have the tools now and the courage to face my sufferings head on. Because if there's anything that I've learned, it's that suffering is inevitable. But it doesn't have to make you suffer. There's only one thing that we can ever control in a situation, in a set of circumstances, and that's how you react. And a lot of what stops us from reacting how we should, which is by simply observing, is that we don't give ourselves enough space to breathe internally. When we encounter a problem, we're so quick to judge, to compare, to go down these rabbit holes, Not fully understanding that although that problem might exist, although you might feel that certain emotion, you might feel sad, you might feel angry, you might feel depressed, that emotion itself should only be a momentary ripple in time, a brief physical and mental change. But our feelings, the subjective experience of an emotion, that's something that we can control with practice with mindfulness so that we don't become defined by our circumstances and our problems and that we can give ourselves the space to be free and liberated from those sufferings and allow ourselves to be present with what currently is and what is real Not a figment of your imagination, but truly what is in front of you and real. So as you continue your week, I hope that at some point you can stop what you're doing and do nothing at all, whether that's for a moment, a minute, or just a couple of minutes. And I hope that can help to clear some of the gray clouds that you might have in your life. And use that moment to see the clear sky that is. Because if you have any doubt or anxiety about any of the circumstances in your life, it's helpful to remind yourself that you are right where you should be. I look forward to our next session. Stay safe. Be well, and happy Monday.